Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and occasional conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and change makers. Why do you buy new gear? Is it to achieve your creative vision, to compete against other creatives in the marketplace, to be cool, to realize unknown ideas? There are a million reasons to buy new gear and many valid counterpoints for using what you have. Regardless of where you sit on the continuum between new equipment and using what you've got, injecting the occasional purchase of something new into your rig can be inspiring and spark new ideas. But how do you do that if you're short on cash or don't know what would be the best use of your funds? I'm going to share a few ideas on today's episode of Getting Work to Work. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 617. It's an age-old question. How do you come up with new ideas? Do you try to come up with something new with the same old gear, or do you buy something new with the expectation of brilliance to emerge? One of my favorite YouTube channels features a weekly segment called Sunday with Ola and features guitarist and entrepreneur Ola England. In a recent episode, he shared an idea that really got me thinking. The reason we buy new gear is to come up with new ideas. In his case, he was talking about buying new guitars and that every time he picks up a different guitar, a new song or a different sound emerges. And I think the premise follows whatever industry you're in, whether you're a photographer buying a new lens or a filmmaker buying a new camera, maybe it's a new pen if you're an artist, whatever it is, gear exists, not just to make our jobs possible, but to help us realize that creative unknown. And I love this idea of gear unlocking our creativity. But for me, when it comes to gear, I tend to be rather conservative on the big purchases. I use what I have until I absolutely need to get something new. My first video camera for Chris Martin Studios was the Panasonic DVX-100B. And it was an amazing camera. It was a mini DV camera with firewire connectivity, uh, standard definition, and I made a lot of videos with it. I used it for eight years, and eventually I upgraded to HD, and I got a Canon 5D Mark III, and I've been using that camera for over eight years now. And it's funny because sometimes the jobs that I get require me to rent some gear and I often rent lenses. Usually it's Canon 70 to 200 millimeter f 2.8 lens. I love that lens and I love how inspired I get when I use it. I can always tell the footage that is shot with it. What is far away gets much closer and it looks so much better than anything I shoot with my everyday lens. But what would happen to my creativity if I bought that new lens and spent the two to $3,000 on it? Honestly, probably nothing. I'd probably use it a few times, and then it would just sit in my bag until the next shoot. At some point, I would say, wow, why don't I get out more and use this beautiful lens? And therein lies the challenge when it comes to gear. Yes, it can be inspiring, it can make our jobs possible, but more often than not, 
we buy it for all the wrong reasons and it just sits around and we just pay it off on a credit card. There's a clever or not so clever, depending upon who you ask, acronym called GAS, Gear Acquisition Syndrome. A lot of people buy gear for the sake of buying gear. And I think we all do it in our own ways. We buy something that will make us more like the people we want to be like, to be validated because of the gear we use, to be recognized as a professional because of the label professional gear. If you're a guitarist, you know who John Petrucci of Dream Theater probably is. And so we buy a Music Man John Petrucci model guitar thinking we're going to sound like John Petrucci. I did that and bought some guitar pickups recently thinking that I'm going to sound more like him. But the reality is I still sounded like myself. We still sound like ourselves just with fancier gear fueling it. Because gear doesn't change who we are. It just reveals different parts of who we are. I think gear is a good thing. It's important. New gear allows us to be creative in new ways. It took me six years of, of producing Getting Work to Work to finally buy a microphone that I absolutely love. Yeah, I saw all the other podcasters using the SM7B, and at first I was like, wow, podcaster porn. But I realized I was just shaming them because I wanted it. And once I got it, and I got the gear that fuels, that that makes the sound possible, does it make me a better podcaster? Not even in the slightest. But it does bring out my voice in a new way. It's still me. It's just a different part of me. So the question inevitably becomes, if gear is a good thing, what do you do if you're financially limited? And I think that is the better question, because too often we buy new instead of doing things that would be better off in the long run for ourselves, for our pocketbook, for our budget, for our future. So I'm going to share five ways to get your hands on good gear without breaking your bank. The first thing is this, rent whenever possible. My favorite rental house is borrowlenses.com. They have an easy system. The gear is always there when I need it. They'll ship it anywhere you need to ship it to, and you can drop it off at any UPS store. It's easy and it's cheap, it's affordable, and it makes it possible to try things out without having to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars. You can rent locally if you want. I know in Portland, Oregon, there's Pro Photo Supply. I used to go there before the pandemic and uh, I would sit in traffic a lot. So now I like to use borrow lenses so that when I know I have something coming up, I can just put it online and it shows up at my house. It's great. Wherever you need to rent your gear, find places to do that. There are also media organizations, community media organizations that rent out gear in major cities. There's other professionals who rent out their gear in order to pay it off. Rent whenever possible. The second thing that you might not think about is this. Borrow from friends who have gear acquisition syndrome got a ton of friends who love buying gear. They seem to have all the disposable income that I don't have. So I find ways to borrow from them. And I'll 
you know, sometimes barter my skills and, and my abilities so that I can use said gear or I'll be a grip on their production, whatever I need to do to get my hands on it. So who do you know that has the gear that you can borrow? The third thing that you might not think about is to buy used gear from reputable companies such as Sweetwater or B&H Photo Video. They often sell used gear on their websites right next to the new gear. Alternately, you can find stuff on eBay or Craigslist. When you buy used gear, <laughs> you know, you're basically buying from someone who bought it probably brand new years ago. It's been sitting on their shelf and they want to get new gear or they just want to get rid of all the stuff they have. Whatever it is, when you buy used, you're going to spend less and it's still going to be in pretty good shape, most likely. The fourth thing that you can do if you're financially limited is to work on the crew of a student or independent production. Let them buy or rent the equipment and you can just use it. Yeah, you know, you're putting in the effort for their work and not your own, but it's a way to learn, it's a way to network, and it's a way to see what happens when you use different gear. Fifth and finally, I always tell people this one because it is something that most people don't think about. Volunteer for a nonprofit organization or religious institution. I got my start at a church and they had all the latest and greatest gear. And you know what? It was a great way to learn. I didn't have to put my money into uh, buying new equipment. I could just use what they had. And throughout my career, there were different moments where I would volunteer and I got to use some different gear. It was great. With that said, I absolutely love new gear. It really does bring creative ideas out of that infinite unknown into tangible existence. But again, there are limits to what is possible. The reality is this gear won't build a long lasting creative life. But much like a haircut or a new outfit on your lover, it might bring enough spice back into your work that you fall madly in love with it all over again. One final thought before I go. You don't need to spend a lot. You don't need a lot of gear. Sometimes the smallest new piece of gear can create the biggest change in your creative process. Don't feel like you need to spend thousands of dollars to get the inspirational hit you're searching for. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.